Look, I got a new hookup. I'm hoping everything is working right. Today's episode fin be lit. I mean fire. I mean on point. Look, we're gonna talk about the latest in the NFL updates. We got the 49ers news that's going down, it's popping. We got some rumors going on. We got a coaching carousel going down right now. Who's gonna be the defensive coordinator of San Francisco 49ers? And my favorite time of the year. It's Mock Draft Monday, almost better than a Victory Monday, because now we're going to figure out who's going to be the next 49ers. Stick around right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Let's have a blast, What's good, everybody? It is officially Monday. Wait, I got a couple of applause sounds on. I like that one. You got cheers in the background. Uh, me. I don't know if y'all can hear the, the sound effects. I'm trying to hook stuff up. You know, I try to get myself right. Listen, I when I tell you Vegas, Vegas took me out. Vegas took me all the way out. It took me out financially. It took me out physically. Uh, it took me out emotionally. Uh, it took me out. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever, 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 ever go back to Las Vegas again. I don't gamble, so there ain't no point in me going there. The only time I go to Vegas is to support the San Francisco 49ers. So look, uh, Vegas took me out. I was I was under the weather with the flu, uh, the F-U-L, Enza, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I was coming down with some. I felt it in my bones on last Wednesday. I was on the Steph show, and then Thursday I couldn't move. Uh, I was stuck like Chuck. So look. I, I, I'm, I'm back. I hope I'm not back to full strength. So my, you probably won't see a whole bunch of shows, but I tell you what, there will be uh, no harm, no foul today at 4 p.m. Man, cop it up for my brother Mike. He's back in town. Whew. All right, so uh, we'll see what's gonna go down. Uh, uh, you know, with that, and look, I'm I'm just excited to be back. Shout out to everybody from the Breezy Bunch crew. I see you guys. You guys have been here early. Peachy in here with the good morning, uh, afternoon Breezy and my faithful queens and kings. But the hashtags in there, I appreciate you, Peachy. Nick Nice Twenty One in the building. My man Manly Shavers in the building. Uh, good morning to the Niner faithful. Shout out you. Shout out people out there in the chat. What's good, man? What's what's going on? I see my brother Kali in there. My brother Fernando in there. Prince, what's going on, dog? I, I see you. I, Prince says, he says, Richard Sherman should be our defensive coordinator. Period. End of discussion. We could drop the bomb on that one. I don't know how I feel about that, but listen, I would love it. Like, I, I like, I, excuse me. Let me let me rephrase what I just said. I don't know how the 49ers feel about that, but I'd love it. I'd buy it. I'd sign up, rent it. Uh, you could put me on a pres- uh, subscription. You, could, however you want to. Like I, something about Richard Sherman, I just like. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's the fact that he talked trash and backed it up uh, on one team, and then came to the to the Niners and did the same thing. To the injuries, kind of like started taking him over, and he's just a great football mind. You know what I mean? Very smart, very smart young man. Uh, when it comes to football and things like that, and I just you know. He's very well respected around the NFL. And I don't think there was another uh, person out there going harder for the 49ers than Richard Sherman. I mean, he was going hard. I mean, you you name it. He was going hard. So, look, I, I wouldn't – I would love that, honestly, if, if Richard Sherman – I just don't know if the Niners – or if even Richard Sherman is feeling that. Like, I don't know. I, Richard Sherman, I think he made a comment or something about, uh, you know, he don't he – don't, I don't know if he sees himself coaching, maybe mentoring. I don't know about coaching. Brandy, what's going on, Bree? Good afternoon. What's good? What's good? Oh, we got somebody, my man, Sonny. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Sonny over on Facebook. Let's show Sonny some love. He says, look, almost one week after the loss, I'm ready to turn the page. Yeah. Um, just to, 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 you know, on your first part, man, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to turn the page too. Uh, it's time to move on, you know. Uh, he says, here's my list 
of to do for the next t- next year. What is yours? All right, number one, hire defensive coordinator. Uh, that is a run defense moving forward. I like this. I had to put the word moving in there because I thought that was funny. He says, we need to be better on the run or against the run. He says, I would like that grumpy coach that coached Brady. Uh, I'm going to say his name. Uh, hire an offense coach coordinator uh, that Kyle can trust so he can bounce ideas too. Like what should we do in overtime? <laughs> uh, or how many times th- should we run the ball in third versus passing? Uh, number three, call more running plays for Brock uh, just enough so that the other team did it. Did it uh, here we go. Just enough so that the other uh, I got to check out your next message. It must have cut you off. But you said some 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 things, uh, some good things, uh, Sonny. So thank you for for that. I appreciate you over there. Snoop, what's going on, Colin? I see you in the building. Don't bother me. What's good, fam? Um, yeah, number one, uh, you got to hire defense coordinators, first and foremost. That's why we're going to talk about it today. Because, uh, you know, there's some things that's going to be going down in the NFL and the Niners don't want to head to the NFL combine defensive coordinator less. Uh, So, yeah, they need to get a defensive coordinator. Now, who they get in there is going to be interesting. Uh, And we're going to play a little little game about that. Uh, I got five coordinators now i do know one of those coordinators are currently under contract and we'll see what happens there's a possibility that he's he's let go i don't see why they may let him go uh but it is what it is we'll see what happens um that'll be brian flores i think it's the vikings dc that he's currently under contract he's not like a free out there but anything can happen coaches can get traded things can happen we'll see what happens um Number two, hire offensive coordinator. Listen, you don't know how much I would love for the 49ers to gather themselves a coordinator uh, that Kyle Shanahan. It's not just about trusting, right? <sighs> Trust is part of it because I think he trusts Mike McDaniel, but I still think he over Mike was the young. For some reason, I felt like he just took over from Mike as well because there were times where I felt like Mike who's probably the illest when it comes to run game coordinating opposed to, and that's the difference, right? Like, like we get mad at Kyle Shanahan for not calling these run plays and he's missing like that run game guru, you know, with Mike McDaniel, like we call up these crazy runs and things like that, or these weird looks when it came to running the ball. Hence why Miami ran the ball so well this year, but look, he's gone. But yeah, I think he needs to get somebody in there at least for that, right? Something like that. Uh, for Kyle Shanahan, something, something, because Kyle ain't got it when it comes to running. And you said it, especially on third down. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you know, last but not least, you know, the Niners just got to get their stuff together, man. Like, wait, wait, I got one of those sounds. They just got to get, where, how, where does it go? Where is it at? Hold on, bear with me. I'm getting it right. The Niners just got to get their, like, that's what it comes down to. Like, they got to get their, like that that's it they just got to get it together and they will i I guarantee you like look by no means do i want the san francisco 49ers to fire kyle shanahan i don't think that would be the that wouldn't be a good idea period it's not it's not a good idea but they but but they gotta they gotta they gotta they gotta take this lump this l loss lump l whatever you want to call it they got to take it and they got and then they got to they got to do the, the the number one l that you get from an l is called learning from it they got to learn from this loss i thought they learned from the last loss unfortunately they didn't uh listen guys make sure you hit that like button okay man hit the thumbs up button for your boy breezy one time for your mind all right hit that thumbs up button if you are new to this stream Please subscribe to the channel if you really love what you see and you want to support the stream, you want to support what's going on over here on the Wayne Breezy channel. Man, make sure you guys go ahead and become a member of that Breezy Bunch crew crew for the low low. You know, right, so just hit it on the low low, man. Just hit that button, man. It's only like $1.99 or something like that. You know what I mean? Join the crew, man. The perks are cool. I highlight your name. Your name gets highlighted. It's all cool, man. It's cool, man. I see colors. Colors are dope. Remember that movie Colors with Sean uh Sean Penn? Colors, colors. Was it was it uh, Robert Duvall, I believe, was in that as well? Colors, colors. But I appreciate you guys, man. So look. I'm not worried about Kyle Shanahan. I, I I think he needs to fix some things. This is not about Kyle. I think he needs to fix some things for sure. 
Uh, but that's what this whole offseason is going to be about, like reflecting from this particular past season so that you can be prepared, number one, and be ready to implement the new things in the off in the in the new season, right? And that's what that's what off season is all about. Like, how do you get better? And now, even if you won, you would still try to figure out like how to get better, right? Like, and it is what it is. So, Forty ers lost. We lost. I'm I'm over the loss. I just don't like talking about the game because I uh, the game the game uh, I don't I, just, I didn't understand the game. I wasn't understanding the game. I didn't understand the game plan. I didn't understand anything. But Congratulations again to the Chiefs. Last time I'm a f- I'm I'm, I'm going to f- it. Congratulations, Chiefs. Last f- that shit. All right, here we go. Uh, shout out to my man Nick. What's going on, bro? Nick in the building says, "Yo, Breezy, just bring your A game in the big game. You, you dig? I, I could dig it. I could dig it. Speaking of A, Usher brought that A town stomp to the Super Bowl. I thought that junk was official, man. Like we all knew he was gonna close with yeah." But the way it was was so dope because you had Lil John in the crowd, like, and then Looney just came out of nowhere in the, in the combat blue, and then the th- it was just so official, yo. I, I like the Usher performance, man. I, a lot of people didn't like it. I will say this: that Yes song is super universal, man, because I think everybody, every nation, every creed, every color, every race, they knew the words from "Watch Out, My Outfit's Ridiculous." They just knew everything. They knew everything about that particular song. Usher should have just did "Yeah" for 13 minutes and did some type of remix and remake and remodel or whatever. That'd have been fire. But the whole thing was fire to me. So, congratulations to Usher, man. Job well done, man. Super Bowl. Let's get into some NFL news, man. Let's talk about what's going down in the NFL. There are some dates that I want you guys to make yourselves familiar with. All right, starting with uh, February 20th. Okay, February 20th, man. The franchise and transition tag begins. Now, it ends on March 5th. All right, March 5th, 2024, 4 p.m. Everything's Eastern Standard Time, so just get used to things being Eastern Standard Time. I believe it's 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I think, because y'all in the past, right? Y'all in the future. Y'all in the past. We in the future. Gotcha. So, yeah, you know what I mean. I always get that mixed up. But uh, so that that transition franchise tag thing is about to go down, and teams have the ability to place the franchise or the transition tag on uh, a player uh up into that date all right up into that date which leads you into february uh 26 and, and through march 4th the nfl combine starts now the official uh things don't take off till february 29th that's when the events happen all right now i'm trying to i'm working i'm working on waiting on the nfl to send me my credentials uh they send me my credentials i will try to find my way out to indianapolis i should have been out there for the nba all-star game uh but yeah, wait, side note, how y'all feel about the NBA All-Star game? They finally brought the East versus West back. Thank God. Dang. Like, I don't know why you ever went away from that. What's good, 49er Media? Yeah, man, I'm still recuperating from the flu. Dion, what's going on, bro? So they, they, and shout out to everybody out there that's watching and a double shout out to everybody out there that's listening to this on the podcast, man. Thank y'all for listening. You can find this on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify Podcasts and all the other podcasting sites that you guys like to listen to your podcasts on. Make sure you guys add this joint to a playlist. Make sure you download it. Make sure you do everything you need to do for podcasts because I want to see the Wayne Breezy show and the Nitty Gritty Niner show, which airs every Monday, 7 p.m. during the regular season, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. I want to see those numbers. I want to see those jump up to some of the the greatest 49er content creating shows that you guys hear man so i'm charging you guys for that all right now look the combine starts in 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 you know the 26 the nba all-star game was there i just want to know about the game i thought the slam dunk saturday night was dope the game kind of boring to me but you know congratulations dane dollar 39 points i think that's what he finished with i think cat had 50 points god dang Anyway, no defense. That's what you're going to get. But the score was astronomical. It was like 340 to like 289. It was ridiculous. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I hope you guys like the the, the the NBA All-Star game. 
it's always a great event. One day, one day, I'm gonna make it to one. Especially, I got a question. Like, I, and don't listen. Y'all know I'm a Celtics fan, okay? Y'all know I'm a Celtics fan. Don't, 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 don't be mad at me. Why? I, when the last was the have the has the Boston ever hosted the city of Boston ever hosted an Oscar game? I know it was in New York, but how does Indianapolis get it over Boston? Okay, um, so yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, Jason says he thought that the dunk contest uh, sessions were have been trashed. Brown isn't a dunker, but the All Star game was fire. I, I disagree. I like I thought Jalen Brown brought the slam dunk contest. He was nostalgic, so like his dunks were like how the dunk contest used to be when we grew up watching it. Now we're used to seeing cats fly over mountains and jump through circus flames and hula hoop through tiger lips and things like that and so like i like we ain't had none of that this year it was one of those old school slam dunk contests like who could be creative but still be fierce with the dunk i thought brown was pretty damn good with it i just thought that kid from the g league was just the dude jumped over shack and he just jumped jumped dumped over shack like that was dope curry versus sabrina that was I need more of this. This is what I need more of. I need more of this. But back to Indianapolis and how we even get to the NBA All-Star Games because we talk about the combine that's going to be in Indianapolis. And I'm telling you right now, if I go out there, man, I'm going to be like with my binoculars. I'm going to be sitting like Bill Belichick. Wait a minute. I just mentioned Bill Belichick's name. Just wanted to put that out there. I'm going to be sitting like Bill Belichick with the binoculars, okay, looking for people for the the front the the, the the offensive line like just gonna focus on offensive line. i don't care it's the only position i care about is is the front on the offense i care about all of them from the left tackle to the right tackle that's five positions i want i need five picks okay five picks not taking not taking a shot at anybody from the 49ers i just want five offensive linemen from this draft this offensive line pool is deep like the mines of monota like deep deep all right deep so look yes that's that's kind of like where i am with this all right so let's 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 you know th that that's that's kind of how i'm looking at uh the nfl combine and i want to see the wide receivers want to see the quarterbacks throw all that good stuff the court the best part is the dbs and that's the, that's the best part right watching the dbs how fast can they run all that good stuff all right so yeah man you got that for the nfl you got the combine coming up and then you got the new league year uh and stuff like that after free agency free agency kicks off march 11th through march 13th the 13th at 4 p.m eastern standard time all those that legal tamping period that tampering period that they got going on those stuff can become valid right and so look new league year i mean new calendar year for the nfl march 13th and then after that we got the draft and then we get into 49er football after that the draft and then the schedule release in may and then it's otas baby all right so i just wanted to give you guys some some nfl stuff that's going to be going down real quick man like time is flying you know what i mean it's like it's like flying out there all right let's go with the 49ers news i mean it was really really good to hear that dre greenlaw <laughs> surgery was successful uh greenlaw surgery was successful and i do want to touch uh which is good because you know, with the Achilles injury, if the surgery was successful, it's February, so March. Now, I I heard that this was like a like a like a three to four, a three to excuse me, three to six month type of recovery return type of thing. So let's just go with six. Let's go with six to eight. Right. Let's just go with six to eight. Let's just go with six to eight. Six 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 to eight. So you got March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, possibly for for Greenlaw. So maybe, maybe like, maybe, maybe we get some Greenlaw back. I'm expecting a speedy recovery for him. I, I just think he's gonna come back more explosive now. How ironic though. What's going on, Paul? This is things that make you go hmm, hmm, right? How ironic was it that Dre Greenlaw was dealing with like an Achilles injury? He was cleared and good to go, had the rest. And then his Achilles went pop in the Super Bowl. 
it's unfortunate. Freakish event. It's just crazy, like, you know, like that that happened in, in that in that manner, right? Uh, but listen, we're wishing him a speedy recovery. I think Dre Greenlaw is going to be just fine. Uh, and, and let's say he comes back huh, October, November, hell, playoffs. I'm good. <laughs> then he comes back and redeems himself. Dre Greenlaw is on the last year of his contract. Now, if he doesn't play all year, I'm, I'm curious to see how that works out. I'm curious to see how that works out. Ty, I, these weren't my words, but that was definitely my look, my brother. Bam. Bam. Like, we just, we just gave each other dap. Right? Um, that's crazy. Like, it just hit me. Like, it just hit me. It just, it, it just hit me. All right. So, uh, weren't my words, though, but definitely my thoughts. Leave me alone, Kylie. I ain't trying to make up nothing. I'm just trying to tell you. Talk about the salary cap. The Niners, you know, 570K right now, almost 572K. Uh, we all know that that is not the number, okay? Uh, but they will have to make sure that they're underneath the cap by that March 13th date when that new league year starts. Uh, they have 22 free agents that will come off the books. And then they got they got that, that, that top 51 number that they got to get right. Now, look, I, we got, we, we, we have to, we have to prepare ourselves for the inevitable. The way, or in my opinion, prepare yourself for the worst case scenario. God dang it. Like that, that's what you have to prepare yourself for. That's me. That's who I am. I'm always going to prepare myself for the worst case scenario. Look, I know that Brandon Ayuk is $14.1 million in the fifth year option. But I know, you know, like I know that. We were in this situation like a few years back. I ain't going to mention nobody's name. But there was a certain defensive lineman that the Niners said that they were going to pay. And then they traded him right before the draft. Now, I'm going to be writing an article about trading Brandon Ayuk. Would it hurt the Niners or help the Niners? And so... I'm going to give my pros and cons. I'm leaving it wide open. I'm not even asking you guys that question today. But just be mindful that there's a possibility Brandon Ayuk may not be a 49er. And it's a realistic possibility. Number one, it frees up tons of money and it's going to give them draft capital. So you look at that like it's just it's just crazy to think. That a thousand yard back to back thousand yard wide receiver won't be on this team. Like I, I don't want that. I don't. I don't want that. And it's not what Wayne Breezy wants. I just feel like there's a possibility, and I don't want anybody to get upset because if, if it happens, it's gonna happen, and then we'll have to move on and figure it out. But I, I brought that up because I started to think about the stuff that was transpiring throughout the regular season, and I said to myself, "Well, why the hell?" Was Ronnie Bell spelling Brandon Ayuk? It's the only person he would come in for. It's crazy. Not saying he's going to replace him. Not saying he can run routes and, and get open and, and do what I... I'm, nope. Nope. Not saying any of that. I'm just saying stuff stuff starting to add up to me. Stuff starting to add up. Uh, okay. And so, I I don't know. Lynch, oh, wait, wait, I like this for Nano. Uh, he says, example, we all, oh my God. I love when my, my brothers and sisters out there just kind of like can can give me exactly what I'll be thinking stuff. And then they just, they just complete my sentences and thoughts and stuff like that. 49ers underscore throwback says, example, we all thought Buckner would stay and he didn't. Lynch said he would be a Niner. For life. Lynch also said that Brandon Ayuk, they're going to work due diligently to get his back behind back here. I just believe, and I believe it until I don't, until it doesn't happen. So it's a possibility. All I'm saying is be prepared. The Niners don't have a lot of money. They're going to have to restructure some deals. They can start by trading a deal off the books. 
The question is, what team is going to want to take on the $14 million deal and which team is going to have that extension right away? Because that's what you're going to have to do. There's a lot of teams, I think, out there that might want to do that. Um, and so, you know, we'll see what happens. But as of right now, Brandon IU ain't going nowhere. Sacktown says he will replace Ray. No, he won't. Nah, he's not going to do what Ray Ray did. Um, I think he's more, he's a, he's, he's more of a wide receiver than Ray Ray and not a flashy, quick cut. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? He's going to be running the ball out of the backfield. I can tell you that. Um, but I think he can run certain routes and I think he can get open down the field as far as separation. And I think that was one of the chances why they kind of, you know, kind of sh- you know shelved him uh they didn't need him uh snoopy says hey you thought uh since you brought back uh since since you brought why bell was in why was conley in and mcleod in? so conley was in to help stretch the field and then you notice what they started stopped doing with conley they started stretching the field with him east and west i don't know if you started to see instead of Con- conley used to usually be in the game because he was a he's a speedy guy he would take the top off the defense and just run his defenders out of the play to open up the underneath routes right and then all of a sudden he, they started using him east and west and so he's a free agent mcleod's a free agent mcleod did some of that as well mcleod was more of a gimmick guy and i i couldn't figure out why they didn't use him like that like i can't figure out stuff with kyle shanahan bro like i don't understand it like you got guys that are gimmick guys that just gotta make one person miss and we didn't use them like that then i didn't even think that they used mother freaking <coughs> excuse me uh debo samuel properly in the super bowl like like i didn't uh now um Kali says trade our most durable receiver who has the best chemistry with brock it doesn't make it, it it and i know you're being facetious it doesn't make any sense in that sense it doesn't it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense you're 100 percent correct fam it doesn't make any sense in that state of mind but when you're looking at it from a business aspect and not a football aspect more of a business like yo i could get possibly two first rounders for ba definitely a first rounder if you add in and try to get something back um you you might be able to get a player back that can fill another position um you know depending on the contract like it's it's just weird right I wouldn't, and so, Kylie, I don't want that to happen. I know people are going to be like, oh, now Wayne Breezy wants that to happen. Let's talk about this rumor real quick. Uh, Joey Bosa may get released or cut by the Chargers. And so now I have the question. I have the ultimate question for you out there listening. If you're out there listening, find a way to give me your answer. Uh, I'll make a poll for Spotify. And this is a stupid question now that I think about it. But if it came down to money, would you bring in Joey Bosa or would you bring back Chase Young? And I know it's a dumb question. One's going to cost way more than the other. One player is probably way better than the other. And one player is a lot healthier than the other. I'm just curious to know if you, if, if you want, if you went to, if you need, we need, we need edge rushers. Got a bunch of free agents. We'll be talking about those soon. You need edge rushers. Joey Bosa or Chase Young. And and when you look at it, it's got to be Bosa, right? It's It's got to be Bosa, right? NY to the Bay, you're 100% correct. I'm with you. I, it, it, they, it, I don't see BA not being here. I also didn't see DeForest Buckner not being here. They drafted him. They traded him. That's all I'm saying. Um, Everybody's saying trade Debo. I don't think trading Debo is is wise a lot of people oh okay we got we got hurricane says bosa uh media says none because the announcers will just <laughs> well maybe that maybe the announcers will get it right <laughs> that that's what i'm thinking <laughs> maybe maybe they'll get it right um i don't know this is a tough question for me me personally i would go after chase young and and the reason why I would go after Chase Young, one, he's younger, two, he'll be cheaper, 
and if we get the defensive coordinator that we that we know we need, you get what I'm saying. You get where I'm going with this. If we have that defensive coordinator in here, I guarantee, I guarantee you, you see a different Chase Young. Guarantee. I we didn't even see the same Nick Bosa, so I don't know what the hell we thought we was gonna get when we traded for Chase Young. We, Nick Bosa was different in 2023, so. If he wasn't nowhere near what he was, there was no one that they could bring. I don't even. We could have went and got Hassan Reddick, right? They, they support, he's seeking a trade. We could have went and got him, and he wouldn't have worked in this defense. Well, maybe he would have because Steve Wilkes likes to blitz. That would that would have been the only piece that. Well, he's not a blitzer, but I don't know. It, I I just feel like for some reason, Steve Wilkes and edge rushers in his defense don't find they they're just different i don't know how it worked in carolina i don't know how burns and and, and and whoever he had at that time i don't know how they made it work but for some reason they just keep they couldn't it wasn't married right kyle spoke about that like the secondary and defensive front just wasn't together they weren't in sync it was weird so i i don't know um but it is what it is I, psh, it is what it is um for, for, for me, I would go after Chase Young mainly because you could probably get him on a one-year deal, right? You could probably get him for one of those, you know, I mean, come on, man. When you look at the, the, the way that the Niners do these contracts, and they'd be like, yo, man, I'm going to pay you $8 million, but you can make like $100 million. We just sign you for eight, but you can make up to a hundred if you do A, B to C, and then the Greek alphabet. Like that, and the, and the cats be signing them contracts. I'd be like, damn. You know what I mean? So that's me. And that's not a shot at Joey Bosa. I would love to see Bosa and Bosa on the same team. I don't think you get the same Joey Bosa, though. Like, you know, I don't think you get that that first Joey Bosa, like, that was in the league tearing stuff up, man. He's a little different. He's a little older, you know, little, just a little older. But that's me. But if you feel like, you know, you go a different route, man, be my guest. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. It's time for the coaching carousel. Now, look. Don't be upset with what's going down. Uh, I put in, I put in, excuse me, I put in uh, uh, Brian Flores as a candidate, and I understand, but I feel something's going to go down in Minnesota, and he's possibly going to be available. Just leave me, let me, let me have that. Okay, but right, he is currently under contract with the Minnesota Vikings currently. Uh, but things can happen, and I just want to put that out there that things can happen. All right, so I created a little will, and I got I got five coaches uh, that I think um, are going to be candidates. I got three outside guys, and I got two uh, inside guys that are in the 49ers camp already, all right? So we got three outsides, I got two insides, and 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 let's ha let's have some fun with this, all right? Three outsides, two insides, and we'll get to the mock draft. All right. So when I'm when I'm when I'm, when I'm looking at is the word on the streets, you got Mike Vrabel, uh you got Br uh, Brandon Staley from the Chargers, former head coach. Mike Brave, Mike Vrabel, former Tennessee uh, Titans head coach. Uh, Niners did seek after him in the past. He declined <clears throat> in the past, but he's currently jobless, right? I like Brian. I like Brian Flores, and I'll tell you why I have him up here and why I think he would be perfect candidate. Uh, uh, Nick Sorison with the 49ers right now, uh, and then you got Daniel Bullock's uh, with the 49ers right now, the secondary coach. Okay, and so these are these are some guys that I think um, that the 49ers are probably going to be in on. Now, listen, if it was my dream, it would be Bill Belichick. Uh, but I know that's never, ever going to happen uh, or, or whatnot. We like we know Bill Belichick's not going to come here and coach the defense. Right. For so let's go through this. Will, uh, and then I'll talk a little bit about each one of them. Now, some of these guys would have to make a serious change. And so I'll, I'll give a pro. I'll give a con. Right. And so pro when it comes to Mike Vrabel, uh, he's just a, a great nitty gritty former head coach. Uh, the players love him. Uh, and, and I think that was one of the things that was missing uh, from the 49ers. Right. 
<clears throat> because we used to talk about Steve Wilkes not being able, coming down from the skybox, getting down onto the sideline, getting to his players' faces, getting into their ears, talking to them, being able to correct them right there on the field. I think that's Mike Rabel. Like that, that is Mike Rabel, former defensive linebacker for the New England Patriots. Dude was a problem, or whatnot. And so, like, I just felt like he was a, he was a. To me, he was a good head coach, um, and he just couldn't figure out that quarterback situation over in Tennessee. And if you, we all know, if you can't get the quarterback right, I mean, come on, man, it's almost impossible to like remain a head coach unless you're Kyle Shanahan. That's the only way. Only way you can remain a head coach is if you're Kyle Shanahan and not get the quarterback right five times, right? So that's it. But I, I like Mike Vrabel. Because I think that's what he would bring back to the 49ers defense. He's a former linebacker. This defense is built off linebackers. Remember what D'Amico Ryans was able to do his first season, second season with the 49ers. Like he just, it was just per. It was like the transition from Salah to, to Ryan was perfect, right? And so that's kind of like where I'm going with this. I think Mike would do that. But here's where, here's the con. Mike would have to do one or two things. At one, he would possibly change the the system from four three to three four because that's what he's used to running. Or you know he would change, and he would just work with what he has and make the best out of you know make this the best four three defense. Now he played in a four three defense when he's when when he's in New England, but just coaching since he's been a head coach. He's been having those three, four defensive fronts uh, out there in Tennessee. So that's going to be interesting to see, um, you know what I mean, as far as, you know, if he gets the job. Kyle Shanahan already spoke and said he wouldn't mind if things change, but I think Kyle really wants things to stay the same. The team is built, okay? The team is built. The four three is set. The Y nine is set. The 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 way that they draft the players, the speed, it's all set for the San Francisco 49 So they got they, they so that would be his con. <clears throat> excuse uh excuse me. Mike Vrabel. Let's get down to uh Nick Sorensen. All right. The coordinator, the passing game coordinator, I believe, of the San Francisco 49 Excuse me. And so <clears throat> when I look at Nick Sorensen, in-house guy, Niners like to go with their in-house players. Hell yeah, right? And then if he's a passing game coordinator for the 49ers, <laughs> if he's a passing game for the, for the 49ers, he, he he should be pretty good against pass defenses since he's had to prepare for them, right? And so, look, I think Nick Sorensen would be a good hire. I don't know if he's the, the guy I would go with um, over Daniel Bullock's. Um, that's gonna that's there as well or maybe johnny holland i, I don't know i just think that the 49ers are going to go in-house with this opposed to outhouse um but i do like nick sorison uh as far as uh any cons he just doesn't have any coordinating defensive coordinating experience so i don't see him like having that i, I feel like that might hinder him a little bit you might see some hiccups but he has great coaches that surround him that they, they just got to do their job. He's just coordinating their job. He has experiences coordinating, uh, but as far as being a defensive coordinator, that's something that, you know, or, or, or things like that, that, that's a little tough. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, those are pros and cons for my man Nick. Uh, let's go with... All right. The, the, the big Staley. All right. Brandon Staley. All right, let's go with Brandon Staley. Listen, man, uh, as a head coach, he's trash. As a coordinator, he was pretty damn good uh, um, as a coordinator. Now, look, uh, Brandon Staley's another 3-4 guy. Um, I'm not sure. he, But but to me, I feel like Staley would be able to make the best out of a 4-3, okay? I, I feel like he'll be able to make the best out of a 4-3, and that would be a pro for him, uh, even though like his his con he's a three four guy uh but listen i think he has that mind to make know his personnel know his players and put them in the best situation jason got me cracking up i can't laugh because it don't sound right <laughs> okay all right leave me alone 
Like, oh, the Windex from the thing? That's a mother freaking ad. Let me close this ad up. I, I can't take Jay. Jason, you looking too hard, dog. You looking too hard. You get, like, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. All right. But listen, I do like, um, <laughs> I like Brandon Staley. Uh, not my number one choice. My number one choice is going to be Mike Vrabel because I just like tough head coaches. I feel like players respond well to that. And that's just kind of like who I like. Um, and I think the players like that, uh, opposed to more of the laid back guys. Brandon Staley, though, I think would be a good candidate. He's a great candidate. There's some interest and stuff going in there and things like that. But again, he, you know, in, in, in Los Angeles, uh, as a charge, they ran a 3-4 as well. But here's what's interesting. Oh, shoot. If Brandon, ooh, ooh. Ooh, if Brandon Staley is hired as the 49ers defensive coordinator, guys, guys, Joey Bosa is going to be a 49er. I just want to put that out there. Corey Soto, man, thank you for the Super Chat contribution, man. I appreciate it. First Super Chat contribution, like, really in, in, in the off-off season. Like, the off-season has finally kicked off. He says, someone inside will have no power to assume full control of their unit. Kyle should hire the best available defensive coordinator and distribute the power. That's a leader. You know what, Corey? You're a leader. Because that was the bomb. That was the bomb. He tried that, though, Corey. He tried, my man. He tried. He brought in Steve Wilkes. He trusted Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes let him down, my man. Come on, bro. That's what happened. Now, I'm not saying Steve Wilkes was the best candidate, <clears throat> but he tried the outside. I'm a little worried that Kyle not going to go outside again. With the, the, and it's crazy because it's not like Steve Wilkes was a failure. Where it, it, Steve Wilkes wasn't a failure, right? I don't think he was. Steve Wilkes wasn't a failure. I, I just feel like they ain't, he ain't fit. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't a failure. He didn't fit. The defense was top five. Overall, defense was top ten. But in certain categories, they were top five. Top five in scoring. Top five in, in uh, top one in interceptions. Top, they, were, they were top. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. Nick says we can't afford Joey the nose. Ooh. I didn't say that. Corey says, but he didn't give Willis control. He forced him to do what he did after. Come on, guy. He did that after the Minnesota Vikings game. So let's not act like Wilkes didn't have control. It was that. I'm telling you, I don't know why Kyle is scared of the all out blitz. But after that that game, I don't know, Corey, if you saw it the way I saw it, but after that game, you saw Kyle change. It was after that game. And then it was like micromanaging. That's that's at least that's what I got. You might be right. I'm not saying you wrong. I'm just telling you kind of like what I got. Now Wilkes couldn't figure out the run defense to save his life. And I think that's 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 the issue. That's the main issue. All right, we got two more candidates we want to get to real quickly before we start this uh, this uh, mock draft. Ah, uh, Daniel Bucks, secondary coach. Good night. Look, man, like I, I I like that the secondary got better. I like that they got stronger under the influence and the direction of Steve Wilkes, the coordinator. I think Daniel Bullock's got something like, you know, he gained a lot being under a secondary type of a, a coordinator or coach. And I think I like I can see him getting this job. Uh, I can see him still getting these young players to play on a different level. Uh, all it's like all pro or nothing for him, and I like that. Like right, getting these guys to all pro. It wasn't just Steve Wilkes. Wilkes has been with us for a minute, um, and so I like that he's still here. And to me, if if I had to go internally, he would be my number one guy. Like he would be the guy that I think that we should go with uh, if we're gonna go internally. Um, okay, and so 
uh, Daniel Bullock's, I mean, I, other than not having any type of coordinating experience, I mean, D'Amico Ryans didn't have coordinating experience. And so, like, you got to give those guys a shot. And I think Kyle just trusts the people in-house more than he trusts people outside the house. And I think he'll trust his coordinator a lot more, okay? And, and that's just me personally. Th that's kind of like what I think, all right? Um, and as far as Brian Flores, we know he's under contract with the Minnesota Vikings, but this dude is hybrid. He runs a 3-4, but he has a lot of 4-3 concepts mixed in to where his defense is able to flip the script. They're able to change personnel, which would be dope because now we get back to uh, we got super chat that's about to pop that just popped up. We get back to uh, kind of like when the Niners played in the three four. Last time we were in the three four was under Vic Fangio, right? And so my brother Sean with the super chat contribution. Thank you, Sean. Man, appreciate you. He says Rabel and, Be and Belichick are the only ones that will run. 3-4. The Niners were 3-4 from Walsh until 93 or 94. Then with Fangio, it's too light against the run. Don't like bringing guys in uh, that run. Waste of time. Right. And so, like, now you got more linebackers on the field opposed to the big dudes up, up front. So you go from four defensive linemen to three defensive linemen. You go four linebackers. But it, 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 it can work. I think it can work. I thought I thought the Niners were pretty good against the run when they had the three four with Vic Fangio under Vic Fangio. Now I'm not saying that the Niners would go to a three four, but how crazy if they would be able to switch their front and that's what the Patriots did all season long. They can go three four four three, right? And so they just had the right personnel. Patriots were really good against the run, but you definitely gonna get after the quarterback. You know what I mean? So like, I I. I <sighs> You get you, you now you got it, but you got to change your up front. I I think the key to the three four is the nose tackle. If you got one guy that could t soak up, you know, two of them blocks, two of them linemen, you know what I'm saying, and and allow those linebackers to fill those gaps. Now you're talking, but now you got a draft totally different. You know what I mean? Um, as well, but no, Sean, they do run, but they run the three four as well. Like, um, if I'm not mistaken, the New England Patriots had a three four or four three front. It's the same thing with Brian Flores. It's kind of like why well, I like these guys. Um, and I think that's kind of what's kind of dope because now just pay attention. Whoever comes in and they might change up in the draft, and don't be mad if they go after a guy like Tavon Sweat out of mother freaking Texas, and now you like, damn, who this big dude? as a defensive tackle and they change they start to change things up i'm just saying like things can happen like things can happen things can happen so sean thank you for the super chat contributions i appreciate it but all these candidates are going to be dope we don't know who is going to be the question is who should be the guy uh and we don't know like we don't know i personally think that they're going to go internally uh i think that probably be the safest route for the san francisco 49ers i think let me ask you this. Um, do you feel Kyle trust trusted D'Amico Ryans? Just curious, because I thought he did. But there were times D'Amico would give up big plays, explosive plays. And, and head coaches are always going to have some type of veto power or whatever, whatever, whatever like that. Like they're always going to have some type of veto power. I said, Kyle be surprised if we switch. And all of a sudden, they go after a big guy in the middle like Tavon Sweat out of out of out of Texas. That means they switch into this three four because that's a big monster, and that 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 dude is nice. Oh God, so I'm at the so I'm at the uh, Senior Bowl. Like, whoa, that's a big guy. So they would have to definitely change their personnel up front. They would have to get a guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like that. So good. I want to do one more thing. It's mock draft Monday. And I want to get into this mock draft. Now, look, I feel like the San Francisco 49ers, and I see the poll question going on. Uh, 30, ooh, it's a tie right now between Mike Vrabel and, and other. Ooh, we're going to let that rock out to the end of the show. But right now, it's a, it's a tie between Mike Vrabel and, and other. Okay? That's, that's kind of like what it is. All right? So, uh, let's go ahead and get this joint popping up, man. It's the first official mock draft of the season. 
Oh, yeah, baby. First official mock draft of the season. Now, again, we are going to be making sure. Let me go ahead and uh, get this a little enlarged a little bit. We're only going to do three rounds. I'm not going to be here all damn day sitting there trying to figure out how to like get this. But, look, the Niners need offensive linemen. And a lot of people feel like the San Francisco 49ers need to go after a tackle first and foremost. And I don't disagree. Uh, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. You guys feel like we should go after a tackle? We go after a tackle. I agree with that. Now, it depends on who's available. Available, though I'm not going to just draft a tackle but for this show's sake I'll draft a tackle now what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down each one of the draft picks on the Patreon so you're going to get different episodes on the Patreon where I'll break down the draft pick why I'm going to talk about these guys what are good what's good about these guys I'll have some film stuff clipped up for you guys so if you want to join the Patreon it's www.patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy go ahead and do so all right, then you'll get a chance to watch some of the breakdown film of these players that we actually get a chance to, you know, draft in this particular uh, situation that right now that we got going on here. So let's slow this down just a little bit. Uh, and so we can see now the Niners pick 31st. And we talked earlier in the show about Brandon Ayuk not like not possibly like, you know, getting traded. I was thinking about trading Brandon Ayuk. I just want to entertain it just a little bit. Like, don't be mad at me. But <sighs> I'm looking at a couple of teams. Now let me let me let me make this clear. The only way I would trade Brandon Ayuk, ladies and gentlemen, only way is if I get a top four pick. That's it. That's it. So as far as I'm going with it. Uh, and that's only because the only way I'm trading Brandon Ayuk is if I'm drafting Marvin Harrison. I can care less about linemen. Uh, if Marvin Harris, if I if I'm drafting top four, I'm moving up. I can tell you right now, Arizona not trading with us, so that ain't going to happen. Nah, that's a good question. I wonder, if, wonder if Arizona would trade. Nah, that should that that's not going to happen. But it's the only way, only way you could get me to do that. Other than that, I, it's not happening. Uh, <sighs> top fifteen, yeah. That's the only. I said the only way I would do it. Um, now look, there's no way I'm gonna get a top four pick. I'm looking at you got you got Chicago, you got the Commanders, uh, you got New England, you got the Cardinals right there, and I just don't see them wanting to do something like that. Let me blow this up a little bit more so I can. Here we go. I think now now we can see a lot better. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start this draft. No trades on this one. We'll, we'll have some fun with it. But I did do one where I traded Brandon Ayuk. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. It was it was, it was was ridiculous. I was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but the only way I'm doing it is if I could draft this kid named Marvin Harrison Jr. Let me make sure I put the junior behind his name. All right, let's go ahead and start this draft uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. Make sure you guys can see this. All right, here we go. And I I can I know all my players are going to be taken off off this off this draft board by the time it gets to me because we just pick thirty first and we just going to be sitting there, all right? We just going to be sitting there. Now again, um, I I I like <clears throat> I do like um, some of the players that are still going to be available. All right, so I got to make this smaller because you know what? Let me just stretch this out. There we go. Now. Um, so my, my, my favorite player, my favorite tackle in this draft is on the board. His name is Tyler Guyton out of Oklahoma. I'll go ahead and break him down a little some, you know, I don't give a care what his, his stats say in this, this, none of this matters to me because I watched them play, uh, against all-stars. So when y'all watch you play against, uh, the best of the best, you know what I'm saying? Like that, <clears throat> that stands out to me. Uh, but. There's a couple of tackles right here. Uh, this, uh, let's see. There's the there's three tackles that I'm looking at right now. Tyler Guy and Jordan Morgan from Arizona, and I like this kid out of Yale. Let me tell you a little bit about this kid out of Yale. I'll break him down. I think on the Patreon, uh, he's a left tackle. You, this dude is like 331 pounds, and he's a monster. Now I know he played for Yale, but that means you're gonna get a smart dude. All right, you're going to get a smart dude. Um, he, like, here's his biggest flaw. He plays with too much aggression. 
<clears throat> That's his biggest flaw. He plays with too much aggression. I don't know if you can get personal fouls like that as an offensive lineman, but damn, he is available at 62. We pick again at 63. I like Joe. I like Jordan Morgan. I like Jordan Morgan. Tyler Guyton played left tackle, but he played right tackle at the Senior Bowl, and no one got by this dude in his one-on-ones. He got beat one time in four days, three days. That's that's ridiculous. Jordan Morgan started at right tackle for Arizona, so he might be the better prospect like to jump in right now. But they had Tyler Guyton working out. That's my guy. I got to go with Tyler Guyton at, at the tackle spot, man. I'm going with Tyler Guyton. I'm sorry if I if I offended everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, and things like that. But the kid from Yale, if he's still available at 63, his, his ass is about to be a 49er. And they just got to put somebody on the books like for a year. Uh-oh. I never seen this coming. I did not see this coming. Okay, so let me talk a little bit more about him because I have this infatuation with Kyron. All right. So, yeah, man, he's a power dude, but he's quick and he's best in his run game. He's still a great pass blocker, but the dude got feet. He can move. I can't wait to see what he does at the NFL Combine. I can't wait to see what he does at the NFL Combine. And so that that right there is going to be uh, something to pay attention to. All right. Now, look, I already addressed the tackle. I do want to look at guards. Um, and there's two guards right here that I will break down as well. My center is gone. It's three guards that I actually like. Cooper Beebe is another dude out of Kansas State. I don't want a chance to say that he'll be available in the third round. So that so so I but I can I can I can I can absolutely do that. There's three guys that I like. Um, and so I definitely think that the 49ers need to address the cornerback position. Uh, and I've look, I've I've watched this kid Jerry and Jones play. I think the Niners need a straight up like, and, and I know we shouldn't draft a nickelback. Man, can you imagine just having the best damn nickelback? There's two guys, there's three guys that I like right here, screaming off the top. Jerry and Jones, when you look at this kid, man, he can cover. Uh, he he's good in run defense. You could see his numbers just stand out, right? You can see his numbers. He's mainly a slot, but he played outside uh, the previous two years. He played in the slot. And so for me, he's the best prospect. If I had to go with my second guy, it would be Chris Abrams Drain, another kid that I got a chance to talk to. This kid is a problem as well. When you look at his coverage grade, struggles against the run. Uh, he struggled against the run last year, but he's a cover dude on the outside. I don't know if the Niners would go with a guy that predominantly is on an outside when they can get the outside guy that can play inside as well. I'm going to go with Jerry and Jones right here um, as my pick. And then when we get to 94, 98, we got two picks in the third round. Let's see if we can go back and address that offensive line again. Like, cause I think we need defensive guys, but I think we really need to bolster up this offensive line. My boy, Brandon Fisk was available too. And I didn't go Brandon Fisk. I feel pissed. Um, all right, so look. Aw, oh, sugar snaps. Ain't no way they gone. Oh, heck nah. I knew it. I knew it. I always talk my, I always say, oh, they're going to be available. Oh, they're going to be available. Oh, they're going to be available. And then they don't become, then they're not available. Now, um, I like Cooper Beebe. I love Zach Zenter. Who will be the better fit for the San Francisco 49ers? Now, they're different, right? So one's definitely better when it comes to zone blocking. We know that the Niners are a zone team. Uh, we know that they like to run zone. Zone scheme, zone run, zone outside zone. Then they switch to the power, to the inside, things like that. The Niners have been changing up a little bit. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the offense, but they've been doing a lot of power runs as well as the tosses and stuff still to the outside where they can go east and west. Um, but they've been doing a lot of power runs lately. I'm curious to know if I'm going to go with if the Niners and I'm not saying that they're switching to power. I'm just saying that the Niners are definitely doing a lot of inside power gap runs if they're gonna do that you gotta go zach zinner 
because when you watch now, listen, I, I do want to put this out there. Zach has he is recovering from an ACL injury. Okay, he's recovering from the injury. So is he injured? No. Is he is he is he coming returning from an injury? Yes. But this is the third round. It's a compensatory pick. Um, and I shit the Niners. They both available. You get both of them, right? Uh, but. Michigan is not just a power team because if you watch Michigan, they do run that pro style offense, but they run a lot of outside zone running as well. So I'm curious to see, like, you know, if he's going to still be available. I think they can get him later. Um, but when I look at Cooper BB, man, this dude is nice. Nice. Um, I know it's a reach to go ahead and get one of those dudes. Um, I know there's a reach. I know there's a reach. Uh, but I, you got to go guard here. Uh, my centers are gone, but there is a center that I like. I know you could get a little bit later in this draft. Uh, so let's 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 go with a guard. Let's go with um, let's go with Cooper. All right. Because everybody think I'm a Michigan fan. I'm going to go with Zach. I think when it comes to Zach, though, he's going to shore your run game. But we'll go with Cooper BB right there. Uh, now we've addressed, I think, three needs. For the 49ers, I know that they're going to need a linebacker. I know they're going to need a running back. They're going to need a tight end. Uh, I, they, there's a bunch of players that they're going to need. Let's just see if there are any people that I would reach on after meeting them and see, and watching them play live. I'm going to wide receiver position. I do want to see if my man uh, is there, and he is. So, like, when I look at 49ers, I think that they like to draft guys that are, like, wild cards, meaning that you can you can use them in multiple ways. They have some type of versatility. Uh, meeting Luke McCaffrey, watching Luke McCaffrey just win day after day after day at the Senior Bowl. I know he's I know he's he's ranked 175th and he's projected to go like 157th which is a little bit later on in his draft but i think the 49ers will reach they've reached for players before players that they feel like will come in and fit your scheme and this is not i want to see a brother play with a brother type of thing even though that is what i want to see but man i'm telling you right now Luke McCaffrey doesn't come in and replace anybody. He's a new somebody that Kyle Shanahan would be able to work into the mix of his offensive artillery. All right. So when you look at Luke McCaffrey, he only played one year at wide receiver. You know what else he played? Quarterback. That makes him the smartest man on the football field. Now, I know the grade might be low. I don't really care about the grade, but I think the San Francisco 49ers just got tough. And you're gonna, they're going to give me an F for the Luke McCaffrey and a D minus because I drafted those guys way out of their draft position. Uh, but you see, I got the A on that first pick, which is what matters the most. They didn't like my second round pick as much, but the Niners just got a lockdown guy in the slot on top of that. If you need him to play outside, which is good. So now you can continue to mix this kid up and Diamador up uh, outside, inside, depending on like the matchups. So, so I think that's pretty cool for me. I, I really wanted to go Zach Zinner over Cooper Beebe. I, I, that's who I should have went with, um, but I didn't. I went with Cooper Beebe because I think since the Niners are a zone run team, he fits the zone run better than Zach Zinner, but the Niners like power. They've proved it this year. Uh, they like to run power. They like to run inside. We watch Christian McCaffrey inside, inside, inside. And it's not just about running inside. It's about having your man move these motherfuckers, right? Move some of them defensive linemen. What did the Kansas City Chiefs do? Slant. They slanted like all damn game, like to where the Niners defensive offensive line just couldn't do anything. They got beat up, right? Boom. Now, that's my my mock draft uh for today now listen I, i'm gonna do this every monday every monday all right every monday i'm gonna do this it's gonna change up you're gonna start seeing players practice and the combine is gonna change things up a little bit uh but i definitely wanted to focus on getting offensive linemen first and we'll see what happens next week will tyler guyton be available i might have to go a different route like drafting the kid from uh arizona state uh um, arizona excuse me opposed to uh you know what i'm saying or they might have my center some one time i did this mock draft and my center was available and i would tell you right now if i'm a san francisco go 49er i wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers move up in the draft and draft jackson powers johnson from oregon i would not be surprised if they do that and i tell you what if they do that it solves a lot 
of problems for the San Francisco 49ers offensive line. Because, look, the Niners can upgrade their offensive line. They can draft these players from uh, on the offensive line. And, yeah, they'll be better, but it starts at the center position. Is Jake Brindle going to be the guy that's going to take another leap? I felt like he took a leap backwards this year, opposed to what he did the first year he started, right? If you get Jackson Powers Johnson, listen, I'm telling you right now, the Niners would upgrade to another level, and I wouldn't be surprised if they go after a couple of the young studs on that offensive front. Now you can go get a Zach Zinner and things like that, and now you just beef up that offensive line. But starting with that center, man, that's where it starts with Kyle Shanahan. Always has, always will. Listen, we'll be back on uh, today, uh, today, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. No harm, no foul with my boy Mike Nice. All right, make sure you guys tune in. I love y'all. Stay up, man. Stay faithful. It's a long off season, man. Thanks for watching. Whiskey on the rocks and a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 71 Chevy B tipping non stop. Sounding like Trent Williams on the block. So you know we can't stop. We be banging through your speakers.